Lightsaber Resident Spoonies. Thank you for coming and hanging out with me today. I am glad that you are here. This week for me has been a bit of an adventure. So I finished my previous nursing contract and I have started at my next nursing contract. And well, stuff. Stuff always comes up with change. So I have autism and with that comes a strong need for sameness. But on the other hand, I have ADHD and with that comes a strong need for novelty. And I often find myself in an interesting balancing act. That's what we'll call it between these two ever driving needs. So if I do the same thing over and over and over again, I do tend to have a much more um, organized and stable symptom set and I tend to have less flares, etc. But I also tend to be getting bored and restless and I just am not as happy. Um, I, I need new things in order to feel like life is interesting and uh, like why get out of bed if all you're ever going to see is the same thing over and over again. I just, I, I need newness. So while I am feeling like the travel nursing lifestyle has been a really good choice for me because it is in many ways a balance of these two needs because it doesn't matter where you go, nursing is nursing. The standards of nursing practice follow you everywhere. The way that you practice medicine is samesies. doesn't matter where I am. I'm a nurse and my job is essentially at its core the same. But everywhere you go, there is a nuanced difference in the way that things are overall managed. Of course, there's different people. The facilities are different, where they put things and how they organize stuff. Just there's lots and lots of things different in between different facilities. So there is the sameness and the familiarity of doing a job that I've been doing for 20 years. But there's also the novelty and the newness of different places and meeting different people. So that all being said, I'm finding that there's also the challenge of the little anxiety gremlin that comes with all of this. I have a lot of anxiety about getting lost. Um, I don't really have a very good sense of direction, which is super common with dyscalculia, which is something that I have. And when I get lost, I get anxious about being late. It's a very important thing in my profession that we are on time and that we do things in a timely way. So being late really just isn't acceptable. So I have a lot of anxiety when I go to new places, especially if I'm the person that's driving because I am fearful that I'm going to get lost and then I'm going to then like make myself be ridiculously late, like blah. It can be this weird spiral. And a lot of the times it's just not rational. I mean, from point A to point B, in order for me to get where I'm going, 
for this new assignment. There's like two turns. Two turns. I get on the highway and I drive straight for a really, really long time. I get off the highway. I take a left off the highway, drive a very short distance and take a right and I am at my location of employment. This is not likely scenario that I am going to get lost in between point A and point B. And yet the anxious anxiety imp tells me that it's going to happen. <sighs> so yeah, there's that. I've been dealing with that like all week because every time I drive this week, my brain's like, ah, you're going to get lost. Even though I haven't been getting lost, even without using the GPS all week. And it's been fine. And my rational brain is like, dude, chill. It's going to be fine. But my anxious brain is like, oh, but no, it's not. The world's going to explode. You're going to fall into a hole and never find your way out. Ah. Oh. Like, seriously, it doesn't work that way. We're going to be fine. I am also somebody who struggles with imposter syndrome. I've been a nurse for 20 years and I am really good at what I do. And I know this on an intellectual basis. I am frequently looked to by newer nurses for guidance on how to perform procedures. I am often asked to be a teacher in how to do procedures. I'm often asked to speak on numerous topics, um, often in, in mental health. Um, I, I have certificates showing that I am an expert in the field. And I know this on a rational basis that I am good at what I do and I have a very strong, solid knowledge base. And yet I still have this sense that it it isn't real and that I can't possibly be an expert and it's not rational for people to come to me for guidance or answers or suggestions. And there's a part of me that still finds it insanely amazing that people come to me and put their lives and trust me with their health and well-being when I look at my own personal life and sometimes feel like I'm a train wreck. I mean, the reality is, is that I don't always have my own chronic illness stuff under well control. And that feels like a a lie almost like if I were a really good nurse, I would be able to keep my own stuff well managed. Right. I mean, like that's what good nurses do. Right. I, and I get it. I get that no matter how good your, your care plan is, you're always going to have breakthrough symptoms and you're always going to struggle with stuff. And that when you have chronic illnesses, it's, it's this big, complicated, ugly difficult to manage beast and it's never going to be perfect but the perfectionism in me wants it to be perfect and because it's not that means I'm not an expert not very rational but there it all is this big complicated messy baggage that comes out every time I start a new position and that anxiety of meeting new people and what will they think of me and how will my first impression be? And I know that I'm socially awkward and I don't read body language at all. I'm completely blind to body language. So when people first meet me, 
I have anxiety about how they're going to respond to me and my inability to read their body language and how well am I dancing today in this social game, in this social dance to a music that I can't hear. So yeah, like this week has been particularly stressful, like worrying about getting lost, uh, <laughs> you know, worrying about how well I'll perform this new role. Um, and then, of course, always is the reality that I'm, you know, have chronic illness and these stressors, while they're emotional and intellectual stressors, inevitably lead to physical flares because your brain takes an insane amount of energy, an insane amount of the body's resources. And when it's gobbling up all of these resources to process new information that you're being, that's just being dumped into you during the whole orientation process, and it's just gobbling up resources in order to work through all the emotions that come with the anxieties and insecurities of a new job. You know, you, you are using a lot of those resources that you normally use to maintain the stability of your chronic illness stuff. So it's pretty common for people to have flares when they start a new job. So that's one of the hurdles that, comes with being a travel nurse and having chronic illness is that every time I start a new assignment, I run a risk of having flares of my chronic illness symptoms. Um, and for me this week, it has been mostly my dystonia that has been problematic. And I've been having a lot of challenge with right leg pain and movements and like foot cramping and it got really pretty severe last night where I felt like somebody was driving a spike up through the bottom of my foot all the way up into my right hip. So yeah, fun times, you know, I'm just doing the best that I can. But the reality is, is that it has sucked a lot. So my spoons have been scarce washed as able. Um, sometimes I feel like all I have is an assortment of forks and knives, but I'm really doing the best that I can. And I have to remind myself that, that it really has been okay. And overall this week has been fine. Like nothing major has happened, nothing detrimental to my health and well-being and overall work is going well it's been really weird being on day shift this is the first time i've been on day shift in uh, like 20 years or so i don't even know um so yeah yeah a lot of a lot of interesting challenges this week um overall i think that it's going fairly well and I'm hoping that as my orientation comes to a close and I get more comfortable with the unit, that my physical symptoms will chill out and I'll get back to a more reasonable schedule of life because, well, orientation always comes with a weird hodgepodge of a schedule where you come in for four hours and do this class and six hours over here and do that class. So that's also been part of the stress is that there's this weird piecemeal scheduling going on this week. Um, 
I've only had one day off this week uh, because of all of the orientation stuff. Um, and hopefully that as the orientation stuff settles down, I'll also be able to get back on to schedule for my blogging and my podcasting. And you won't have weird dates and times that these are popping up. So I apologize for the strange times that my uh, blogs and podcasts have come out this week. Um, I've just been trying to do things when the spoons were available. I'm sure all of you understand what I'm talking about there. So thank you for coming and listening to my rambly update today. I hope that you are all well. And until I see you next time, please take good care of yourselves and have a good day.